Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's Be The Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning with CJ and V in exile. Rogue in exile, bro. That's where we are. That's right. Uh, check We're us out, the outcast. We are the outcast. Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. We are everywhere you want us to be, plus a bag of chips. Yes, plus a bag of chips. And also check out, um, uh, follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, um, and also on Getter. I mean, everything will be in the description box. Uh, this will be uploaded to Rumble and all the other platforms, Twitch, uh, DLive, and whatnot. Um, with that being said, and out of the way, Siege, what's going on, brother? How are you? Doing great, brother. Doing great. I tell you what, this cold streak has lasted like forever here in the Midwest. Oh, it's nice, I'm, I'm so ready for spring, dude. I'm so dude, ready for it. I woke up this morning, it was like nine degrees outside. I was like, what oh, in God's dude. name? My Mexican blood just does not like that. Does not Ooh, like that at all. I know. It's 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 wild. It's just like, why are we here? You know, could be somewhere warm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, bro, lots of things going on. Um, what do you want to talk about, man? Yeah, you know, I was I, I caught today, I was listening in. Did you hear uh, Biden had the presser yesterday where he was assuring the world that he had the EU uh, ready to go that they were aligned with the the action the course of action with uh, Russia right. but uh, Peter Ducey at the end of the the, the conference was like hey you know because he already said I'm not going to ask any questions I'm not going to answer any questions off topic and Ducey's like well will you answer a question about inflation will you answer a question and they're like pushing him off and everything well Biden's got an open mic and he's like yeah. oh, that son of a bitch that stupid <laughs> son of a bitch inflation that's not part of the program <laughs> yeah yeah so so and, and the cool thing is and i i do see was on uh fox news this morning and apparently like less than five minutes after that happened his phone rang and it was actually biden he what? called him he called him and goes hey look you know what he goes he didn't actually formal apologize Ducey was fine with it. he said hey you know it's just business um it's nothing personal even though he called him a son of a bitch it's nothing personal and Ducey was like, you know, he talked to him for like five minutes and said, you know, I just I, I'm going to ask provocative questions. It's my job as a journalist. And and Biden kind of agreed. So so even though Biden is an ass and everything, I thought it was pretty cool for as I'm sure as busy he is. And, and he was probably past his nap time B that he would <laughs> he would at least call him. You know, I think yeah. that, that that was that was pretty cool. I don't think he formally apologized or anything. He probably thinks he is a son of a bitch. <laughs> right right exactly exactly dude it's uh you know it, it, it's funny to see that because that is something that i mean look biden's that old school used car salesman kiss babies politician you know there's a guy who's been in the system for like his entire life mm -hmm. he never had a job in his life he never had a real job ever you know so it's definitely in his wheelhouse and of course the guy has nothing going on you know he's, he's just right. a, uh he's just the rubber stamp that they use to uh stamp all their stuff with you know that's 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 what it comes down to with biden exactly 
Exactly. But um, what do you, what, dude, what do you think about the, uh, the roller coaster yesterday with the markets and everything, man? That was kind of crazy. There's a lot about that that I want to like put together. Like I have have a, a, like a, uh, this is what I was talking about, Siege. I I, I mentioned this back in November, right? There's going to be a pharmaceutical sell off. There's going to be a market sell off. It's going to happen in spring. This is all a build up to it. You know, uh, Bitcoin took a beat down. Right. Crypto market took an absolute nosedive. And um, what we're witnessing here is 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 mass positioning, you know, and like this morning, I'm checking right now. Bitcoin's at thirty six thousand. I mean, a lot of the crypto market people are freaking out. There's nothing to freak out about. And Bitcoin could go to twenty eight thousand from here. It can, we can definitely if we break the thirty one barrier, we're going to twenty eight. And there's nothing to be freaked out about because whatever. Look, we've been here before and whatever. um whatever you know level we are leveled at that's just where we're going to be for the time being and it's going to bounce back because the prop the thing is this there's too much institutional money in btc and i want to do a video probably later today uh, i want to post every, like every single one of my thoughts like i have to like write it down and concoct a well thought out meaningful video explaining this whole entire thing because i'm the guy who called it back in november and here we are i mean let's be honest like just a few weeks ago we it, it, it was like we were in the mouth of the dragon and that that thing was like closing in on us and all of a sudden uh uk gets the memo and oop, the mouth of the dragon is open the maw we've escaped from the maw of the beast and that is gone and now we're seeing the, a complete uh turning of the narrative the whole narrative is changing like it's already already being well, uh, and, and they're going to, like I, I'll say, say, I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's like they're going to say that it's because of herd immunity. We, we, mm. We've reached herd immunity, and, and the boosters worked. And um, they're um, going to walk themselves off of this. Like, look, uh, Robert, Dr. Robert Malone yesterday tweeted out, I think it was not tweeted, but he, he mentioned yesterday that uh, during that presser that he had with Senator Ron Johnson, if I recommend anybody watch that five-hour uh, um, conference. Yeah, yeah. You know, with uh, uh, Ron Johnson, um, Peter McCullough. Uh, yeah, I think Steve Kirsch was a few other guys were there. They were breaking down the whole. I mean, de- devastating, destroying the entire vaccine narrative. Why it shouldn't even be around. And that night, he said that you know, look, uh, I you know, tonight I'm going to be consulting with the president of Israel. Now that's huge because the is because right after the UK said, oh, look, we're done, no more vax mandates. And think about it. When you're saying you're done with the vax mandate, and this is what people don't understand, this is what people in the conspiracy world, they, they, they don't quite get it. Uh-huh. The city of London is the powerhouse. Mm. City of London is the financial market. Wall Street plays second fiddle to that. Okay, mm-hmm. Wall Street is the JV league, and city of London is the pro league. Okay, So there's a point where these globalists, who are not very talented people at all, they're trying to get the, their one world government together. But what happens in, in terms of the lockdown, in terms of supply chain issues, this, that, and the other, they're breaking the flow of commerce. And they're breaking the flow of commerce to the point where the money is not flowing in to the city. Like, they, look, let's be honest, the 0.001% of the population, they've, 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 prop, they've profiteered greatly off the pandemic, 10 trillion plus. But now what is happening is that of the supply chain constraints and all the other things that have been caused by these idiots, that flow of capital, which you need for, for solvency and whatnot, is not getting towards the West. It's, it's leaving. It's getting out of their control, right? It's going towards yep. the East. 
Yep. And that's when the city of London is like, look, that's why <laughs> Boris Johnson out of nowhere gets the memo. I mean, these guys were getting ready to lock down. They were going to go into a plan B lockdown. And all of a sudden it was reversed. And yep. it was reversed because he got the memo. He said he got the memo to knock it off. Plus the fact that what is happening with the with um with with, with people that are dropping dead from this stuff, right? Athletes dropping dead, having heart attacks, young people drop, kids dropping dead. Data out of Denmark, right? Yeah. Where you don't even have to look at the. I, I mean, it, it's atrocious. I, I mean, I'll see if I can pull it up, Siege. But you know, uh, go ahead and speak while while I try to get this up. Um. But here, here. Yeah, I think I think you nailed it. Uh, yeah, because it was the it was Moderna, right? The Moderna stock price was plummeting. I think it was they had uh, lost like what was it like thirty five billion dollars off of yeah. the, the their market sixty seven percent sell off, man. Yeah, that's huge. That's very significant. Huge. Yeah, absolutely huge. And I and I tweeted about it, you know, uh, and and I put it on Getter and whatnot. That um, look, like here, bang, nailed it. You know, and um. Let me see here. Um, I will. Uh, I'll pull this up. This is this is very key, and this was done through a screenshot, and uh, you guys will see this. Okay, here we go. Man, right? economy show standstill. Tucker, blah blah blah. Yeah, well, they're definitely in lockstep with each other in regards to you know changing the the, the narrative. Uh, what was it? The Pfizer uh, CEO, and then I apparently yesterday uh, Scott, gosh darn it, the former FDA head, right? That yeah. sits on the board for Pfizer. You know, he pretty much came out and, and said the same thing in regards to, hey, we're we're cycling this thing. You know, here in a few months, we feel that we're gonna, you know, taper back like on on the vaccines and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a universal language now. Bill Gates is saying the same thing. Oh yeah. Bill Gates is out there talking about, um, um, you know, talking about, um, oh yeah, it's, uh, we need to focus on climate change. And and then quickly, right after the whole entire thing that happened in the UK, you had the World Economic Forum quickly on their website. They're like, we should tackle uh, climate change the same way we have tackled <laughs> the pandemic. Yeah, you know, it's unbelievable. I mean, I can't find it. It it it's basically shows the chart. And and it's out there, and this was a screenshot. Somebody you know shot it off a screen because it, they they couldn't get the actual chart. Mm. But it's from Denmark, and you see the death rate going across the screen like like it, it's flat. And then the same date that all of a sudden they institute a vax mandate, you see the death rate, side effects rate just go shooting you know sky high, right shortly thereafter. So that was telling. You can't hide things like this. Yeah. Numbers There's don't lie. Point where, the, where the insurance companies are pissed off. They're like, yo, we're not, we're, we're not, you know, we're not going to be uh, dealing with this anymore. We're, we're, we're done with dealing with this and we've had enough. So, you know, this, this is what it's come down to, man, where, you know, it don't matter how woke you are. The actuarials are, are done dealing with this and, and the financial markets are done dealing with this as well. It's, it's, it's game over, bro. Yep, absolutely. They, yeah, they lost control of the narrative. It completely fell apart. They, they couldn't control the, uh, the the people like Joe Rogan, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Malone, several other doctors who have really, you know, pushed the conversation, you know, forward. And then hence with the the supply side and, and taking a look at the impact that it's creating uh, for for the economy, I, I think it had a lot of blowback that, that weren't understood or even intended, uh, similar to this whole uh, employment crisis that we're witnessing, right? You know, yeah. you hear it here in, in the United States, but imagine what it's like in, in the EU and other places where for no apparent reason at all, people are deciding, 
you know, not to work. They're, they're understanding the risk associated with it. They're saying, you know what, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. And, and in order to keep the system moving, keep the tax receipts coming in, they kind of have to reverse course at this point. And not to mention the, the, the public pushback, right? Yeah. Uh, the massive amount of protests that are out there in across the globe there, you know, this past weekend, they're in Washington, DC. Uh, I, I didn't get to go. I had a friend that, that went and, you know, she was sharing a lot of the information, uh, but it sounds like they had a good rally, good turnout. There's only one thing that I want I want to say about this. And this is, this is no disrespect to, to, uh, to the march, to the, the, the information, to what they had, but be thinking about that and pushing back against those mandates and everything should have, that, that type of protest and rally should have happened two years ago, bro. Yeah. 100%. Like it, like it, it should happen from day one when they started instituting these things, when they started saying, Hey, we're going to lock things down. We're going to, we're going to, you know, force these masks that that's when the people that really understand the ideas of freedom and liberty stood up and said, we're not going to do that. We're, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to cooperate. We see what we knew from day one, like here at rogue, what it was all about. It was about control mm -hmm. of, of, of society. You know, it's kind of an after fact now, right? It's, it's yeah. kind of like, it's kind of like, okay, two years later, you finally learned about what we knew was that, you know, you trust government and you shouldn't, you shouldn't be trusting the government or its agencies who are putting forth these, uh, these policies that are, are so, so uh, restrictive. And, and, you know, we learned nothing from 9-11. I'm glad they had their rally. I'm glad that all these doctors came forth. They testified in front of a lot of senators. So I'm glad that that took place. But gosh, darn it, we're in the 11th hour of this thing. Look at the destruction and everything that's already occurred versus, you know, pushing back. And I, and I know I say this like a, I say this like a broken record, um, but we said it from day one when we started questioning the executive order that was signed by the Trump administration, streamlining the ability for uh, for the for the uh, Department of Defense to cooperate with these vaccine manufacturers and streamline those manufacturing, getting that things done. And, you know, we said that we sent out the red flags a, a long time ago, but, you know, people weren't paying attention. Yeah, well, exactly correct, man. None of what have, what has happened should have caught anybody by surprise. Anybody that's been paying attention to the news and information that's been coming out would would you know greatly see what has been occurring, and it's unbelievable to witness this. But it's a massive change. There's no doubt about it. There, it is a massive, massive change in a very large and a very big way. And I, for one, am look. I, I've have I have some predictions up ahead. You know. Um, uh, there's some data points that I'm waiting for in February, and th this I'll talk about in another video. But, um, I mean, these data points that I got going on, dude, there's a chance here, okay? I mean, right now they're, they're, they're you know, trumpeting up that, that whole uh, war nonsense siege. You know, the mm -hmm. whole, you know, they're going to put 50,000 troops in Eastern Europe, and they're going to put all these troops and, and, and lethal weapons in Ukraine and yep. whatnot. All that's going on, and, and a lot of that is hype. It's bullshit. And, and granted, there's one level, which is the Warhawks, the neocons, the neolibs who, who are salivating for war. Mm -hmm. you know? It's funny to me, the people who've never been in a fight, who've never been <laughs> in an altercation in their life are the most violent and most vicious. It's, it's right. ridiculous, right? Yeah. That's going to blow back on the big. And I think it's going to go nowhere. It's a distraction. There's a lot of right now what's happening in the markets. There's a lot of confluence going on. There's a lot of consolidation going on. The market is speaking, and this is what mm -hmm. I've said you know, since 2012 when I came, you know, when I burst onto the scene. I've always said the market has a language. The market tells you something before it happens, okay? And that's when I knew that in spring, by before spring 2022, this thing is going to be buttoned up and beautiful. It's going to be done. 
what's the market saying now? Well, I'm gonna descri- I'm gonna describe what the markets are saying in my in, in the next video that we're gonna that I'm gonna put out. Gotcha. And we'll get into it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's unbelievable what's happening, Siege. And it's like it's it's uh, the globalists have failed. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's all damage control, man. I mean, everything right. that we're seeing from here on out, it's all damage control at this point. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that you know, think of how disruptive uh, any type of conflict or war outbreak would be. Like even even sanctions, you know, for for example. Uh, to launch those particular uh, sanctions and so forth. Think of what you know potentially the price of of of, of energy would do. The price of oil, natural gas, would do if any type of escalation. The the thing that I continue to think about V is just the fact that for the most part, the the West as as an existence who who's who's failing to pivot to a multipolar world is not only is it being isolated, but now it's also being cornered where they're kind of in desperation mode. Right? They've they they've entered that point and and. My my concern is that when do they enter into the point of no return? When when have they overcommitted themselves so much in terms of the massive amount of weapons, the promises? You know they're willing to look at at Ukraine as scorched earth, right? And as a means to their their objective, that's what you know I think about the most is that are, are they willing? Not only that, you're dealing with a very desperate Biden administration. I think his latest approval numbers came out at at thirty seven percent. This is an administration that is so desperate for a yeah. win. Yeah, that, that's being generous. I think this whole COVID thing has completely broken the back of the Democratic Party. I think they're finished. Who are they going to run? Like when, when you got a when you're like a, a, a Democrat strategist and you're literally out there and the only thing you could think of of somebody to run is is uh, is, is Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're gone. They, they don't have a single person. I mean, the, it used to be Golden Boy out in right. California. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Golden right. Boy Newsom was supposed to be the one. He was supposed to be the golden child that was supposed to run for Cali. But he's more unpopular in his home state than even Pelosi. Mm-hmm. People hate what Gavin Newsom's doing. Right? Who they got left. They're going to, and this is why, you know, you know, Biden's out there, like, you know, in a major way, talking about uh, the 2022 elections, uh, that's legitimate. Hasn't even happened yet. Right. You know, it's amazing to me, CJ. I mean, unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this. What do they got? Like, what what platform are they going to run on? Vote for us. We'll make your life miserable. Look what we did the last two years. Right. Well, yeah. And and I think they they really thought this whole. Uh, woke thing would work the the ideas of 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 diversity of of these things that they are starting like you know even example the 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 cia videos and the the military videos where they're talking about this this woke culture i really thought that they they were hoping that this woke culture culture would capture enough people you know not only in the middle but on the right where people would be accepting of it and they got major blowback against that Hence the idea of, of putting Kamala in the position that they did really backfired, right? Yeah. Because it was very obvious that she didn't have the skill set, she didn't have the communication, she didn't even have the credentials in order. I mean, think about it. Like she was one of the only persons that ran for president during the time period in in, in when they were they're running that didn't even win an electoral vote. Like she did she didn't even carry her her own state. That's how that's how much uh, pushback they were. But they said, you know what? We want to push that progressive woke agenda forward. We're going to have our first uh, female VP. We're going to have our first quote unquote minority VP. Um, so, so I think that they're going to, they're going to attempt to double that down. And, and, and I, and, and especially knowing his background, maybe not 2024 
but maybe definitely 2028, somewhere in there. I really think they're continue to push uh, booty juice um, forward. Uh, 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 the former South Bend mayor, I really think they have big hopes and aspirations. I can see the post already him uh, with his, his, I don't know if it's his girlfriend or boyfriend, his, his spouse, you know, whatever. Girl, girlfriend. <laughs> what are you Girl- talking? We're talking about booty juice here. Well, man. I know. I <laughs> From South Bend so, over with, you know, with their two kids, I guess they have, they have two kids. I don't even know what they have. I don't you know, know they, 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 you know, they did the Netflix video, which was my a major, is, huh? My cam's all screwed up. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm okay. They, they did the Netflix documentary. That was a huge blowback. People, it left people even on, on the left saying, does, does uh, booty juice even have a personality? No. So, so, so I think that it, that whole woke culture uh, compounded with, the COVID policies, you, the, the financial aspect of it, you're just seeing a multitude of things and their failed agenda policies. Yeah. You know, they, they told this entire hard left leaning people that, Hey, look, more than likely we're going to bail you out in terms of your student loans. You know, we're going to do all these great things that we told you were going to do. And yep. where's the delivery on those promises? Nowhere. Nowhere. So there's there systematically, it's an absolute, absolute breakdown of the democratic, the, the progressive, agenda it's it's epic failure it's it's a matter kind of like we talked a few sh- uh, shows ago v about how how does america capitalize that on that how does yeah how do the people fighting for freedom liberty how do we capitalize on that not in a political sense you know what i mean yeah, yeah that's a great question I, I i think that people need to move beyond the pale of left and right at this point i think we all come to the consensus that this is about good and evil you know it, it, it's about uh, not left wing or right wing. We need to get out of these paradigms. We need to stop voting for status. And it doesn't matter if you're a liberal or conservative. You know, stop voting for status. Stop voting for uh, globalists, and start. You know, we need. And 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 this is where. And this this was dangerous about uh, dangerous about populism, right? Populism is something that both the left and right. There are many issues that we agree on. And if we look at it from a populist perspective, you know, it, it's incredible. A liberal and conservative could agree 80% yep. of the time if you look at it through a populist point of view. You know, if you don't look at it from a populist point of view, then you know what? Then, you know, you're, 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 you're stuck with this whole false left-right paradigm, you know? Yep, yep. Yeah, it's it's um you know definitely you know interesting some of the the the, the flare ups that are occurring. V, um, you know no no doubt to me when you look at uh, what the Saudis are doing again in Yemen, um, the escalation that's there. I think I think these things are kind of coordinated. Uh, one telling sign that I thought was uh, very important, where I think Russia kind of knows that they have to take a look at this in in a potential of multitude of, of fronts. Uh, was the fact that you know things are are getting hot again in in Syria, and the, I, I guess apparently now uh, a lot of the uh, defense flights in in regards to the uh, the military in Syria are being uh, the sorties that are being flown are, are the the Russians are right there with them flying over the Golan Heights and everything, which is a to me that's a pretty pretty big sign. Be that hey look, you know we're monitoring these things. We you know to, because to me I don't I don't know. You know, there's going to be an attempt to to distract, like in the event that there is an escalation in in Ukraine, where I think it's going to be, it's not going to be a single, you know, war footing or front. I, I think they're going to they're going to have to. Tr- they they think that they can. I don't think that I don't think it'll happen. But they're like, well, we're going to have to impact things on a couple different 
uh, geopolitical fronts to potentially, you know, distract Russia or, yeah. or, or put them on a war footing in a couple of different areas. Um, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but like, like I said earlier, I just think that whole narrative regarding, you know, they're in a situation where they're, they're so desperate for, for a win, especially after Afghanistan. Right. And I think that's the whole reason, like, like people were like surprised that they ordered the U S embassy to start exiting um, yeah. and, and people, U S citizens in, in Ukraine, people were like, well, I'm surprised they did it. I'm like, are, are you stupid? Do you really think this administration wants the same imaging that they had in Afghanistan mm-hmm. of, of, of people, <laughs> you know, citizens stuck <laughs> there at the airport. Do you really think that they want to relive at, they want another Afghan 2.0? <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. Correct. And, and that's something that was America's Suez moment. You know, that was the moment where things were completely off kilter. Uh, that was the moment where, we the world knew at that point that U.S. as a military superpower is finished. There are still people that think that America is an economic power. You know those that are still in the dark, those who don't know, those who haven't been paying attention, and they're soon going to find out that the U.S. is not. I mean, there's mm-hmm. you know anybody that was straddling the fence back in um, in in in, in um, was it October when we pulled out of uh, um, Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. As to our, our our war powers, that was answered on, on you know when we pulled out of Afghanistan. But moving forward, anybody have any questions? Those doubts about whether our economic strength, our economic um, uh, viability, they're going to wake up to a very rude awakening. Sees, there's no doubt about it. Yep, yep, no doubt right. about it. It's, yeah, it's, it's right. Yeah, it's 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 right around the corner and. And um, I have no no confidence in, you know, this administration or the, the people that are leading the, the conversations in regards to can they, uh, you know, I, I don't think that we have the statesman uh, that our country doesn't have the statesman that we used to, you know, several no, years we ago. Uh, we, we don't have the, the ability to effectively uh, negotiate things and, yeah. and the arrogance uh, that has been expressed uh, by the the posture that we've taken where we continue to send, you know, massive artillery, millions of dollars of, 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 of weapons into Ukraine. But then also we say, Hey, we're putting thousands of troops on, on, on alert. You know, we're, we're continuing that, that war footing. And, and, um, and I know it potentially very much where very well could be for, for show, but how much of this do they continue this, that, that then you start to see the, 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 the war hawks, the, you know, the neocons, those people who don't understand things saying, you know, yes, we need to be there to to defend Ukraine that have no idea what's happening on the on the geopolitical uh, front and scale of this um, this type of event. And it's, it's, it's been fun to watch some of the commentators who who don't really follow the ge- geopolitical matters like we do here at Rogue attempt to even try to understand and comment on on what's taking shape um, there because they don't they don't understand it. <laughs> They don't. They don't understand it at all, and uh, you know the 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 thing is, um, when you look at our leadership, right? When you look at the people that are our leadership, they're not traveled. They're not cultured. They don't travel outside of their bubble. They're they're very much in a um a, an echo chamber. Okay, 
these idiot congressmen who, who are talking about Ukraine, they don't know nothing about Ukraine. They don't know nothing about Ukraine's history. They don't know the historical context of Ukraine in relation to, to Russia. They have no idea. So they'll make these comments, but they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And, 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 and those comments, whatever idea they have, is put there by a, a, an absolute degenerate think tank that would put that idea out there for them. Academia and think tanks, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And that's the problem, man. Yep. Yep. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, no, no real world experience. Just, you know, they come out of textbook academia yeah. uh, or, or, or these think tanks that they, they think that they understand these matters, uh, especially for these people who are, are sitting there and, and saying, hey, yes, we need to go ahead and put the strongest uh, sanctions against Russia without them really even failing to understand that for the most part, you know, uh, Russia has really uh, isolated itself. They are, are yeah. self uh, reliant upon numerous things in regards to their their economy. V that they don't have to count. W- what's what do they have to count on the West for? What you know? What what is it? They've aligned themselves already with India, yeah. with, with 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 China. What type of impact? And then and then we're and then we state. I I I was listening to one commentator yesterday, and they said, "Well, we need to." Just go ahead and, and let the EU know that we have all the LNG that that, that they need and we'll sell it to them at, at, at rock bottom prices. I'm like, do these fools not realize that Russia shipped, shipped LNG to the East Coast like less than like two or three years ago? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Isn't that funny? It's the, it's the funniest thing in the world, man. It, it, it's um, they're talking about, hey, you know what? Um, we have all the LNG that we need and we'll ship it to you. But our LNG is very expensive. It's yeah. Very expensive. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing in the world. Like we had an energy crisis a couple of years ago in this country before, you know, Trump came in. We were importing energy from Russia at the same time sanctioning them. We were yeah. taking space flights. NASA was taking splates, you know, space flights into orbit all at the same time, you know, sanctioning Russia. It's the funniest yeah. thing in the world. And the Russians, all these sanctions mean nothing. Yeah. Right. Right. It literally means nothing. And they don't the Russians don't need it. You know, they're like, whatever. We don't care you yeah. know, because they've decoupled themselves. And they've also set a precedence for the rest of the world. You, if you de-dollarize, then the mafia can't get you. Mm-hmm. you de-dollarize yep. the cartel. That is the, the United States and whatnot cannot mess with you. And that's a huge thing. Huge. Know? Massive. Massive. Yeah, the world's learned that. Yeah. So I, I again, I think that, you know, we are truly witnessing uh, the collapse of, of of the West, the U.S. empire, the dollar hegemony that's that's, you know, been exposed for for numerous years. And yeah. and and to me, you know, especially V that we've how many years have we had conversations talking about uh, these things unfolding in the events. And, and I truly think that this is a pivotal year. Um, these next few days are going to be very interesting to continue to uh, to monitor, uh, you know, what happens. Uh, it, it really sounds like uh, Kiev is, 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 is planning for uh, some type of, of, of altercation, you know, with Donbass and, and going in and trying to, you know, say that they're going to, hey, they're taking back that, that, that quadrant, that area. Uh, but again, you know, is it, is it going to be a false flag? What is it, what is it going to be? They're, they're going to do everything they can to try to draw Russia into some type of, of, of escalation. That's, that's going to be their end means. They're going to make. They're going to attempt to make the world think that again. This is all all Russia's fault that this this took place. So, so here we go. It's just interesting to monitor it day to day. The only people that will believe anything. Look, nobody trusts them on COVID, right? They have like a ten percent 
approval rating in, in terms of believing Fauci, who is, I am the science. Don't, don't question the science, right? They don't, they don't believe him on COVID. They don't believe them on anything that happened with the pandemic and the way that it's been handled. The only people that will believe anything that these morons would put out about Russia are the most debased, mentally retarded individuals who believe it, who are completely sold out to this whole false left-right paradigm. They're the only ones that are going to believe this. Americans are sick of war. We're sick of our country being just ground down to pestle. Yep. Like, why don't we just have a, some, some decades where instead of bombing a country, we actually work with countries to create infrastructure? Wow. Right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. What a novel concept. Yeah, we can't do it because it, the, the the private equity, the money powers that be, can't have it. And this mm. is why the fire economy that has ravaged the real economy, the fire economy that has that's fi- that's finance, insurance, real estate, the fire economy, which the speculative economy has destroyed the physical economy. So what needs to happen is for we need captains of industry like we did in the twenties and thirties and forties and fifties. We need captains of industry. We need people who are industrialists to rise up in America, and we can't rise up. Why? The finance guys, Mm -hmm. the fire economy guys, they've made it impossible for the physical economy to rise. They've paid off, the bankers paid off the the, the regulators to ensure that it's difficult for you to start a manufacturing business here in the United States. It's difficult for you to start um, not only a manufacturing business, but they've also made sure that the things that, that you could compete against, right, are are impossible. Case yep. in point, you want to be a steel manufacturer in the United States, you got to deal with <clears throat> coming from Asia, right? There's no so in other words, you can never prosper here in the country, right? Because because the politicians have sold you out. Mm-hmm. Because it's better for the bankers to keep you broken than for them to keep you industrialized. They rather serve you on this idea of a service-based economy. Like people don't really, well, manu- what, what do you mean manufacturing? I had a friend of mine who started a, 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 a beer, uh, um, what's it called? A, a, a Micro. Microbrewery, Micro, right? A, yeah. a brewery. I'm like, dude, a brewery is, again, these are things that are you know put into a service-based economy. That's not real industry. No, no. Right? Where's Mm-mm. steel? Where's, still where's heavy manufacturing? Where's, where's any of this stuff that, that, that we so desperately need? It's not there. Yep. Because the, the physical economy, if we allow the physical economy to grow, it kills the speculative economy. So what Americans need to do is we need to kill the speculative economy. We need a physical economy. We need a, a, an economy based on production. And we need industrialists and capitalists and, 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 and captains of industry. And we, we need to start lobbying and we need to start influencing politicians. Everybody's yeah. got a lobby, right? Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I was talking to a couple of crypto guys before. They're like, yeah, we need a lobby. I mean, yeah, you guys need a lobby. But, you know, manufacturers need a lobby. Yeah. And we yeah. need to gather together for those <laughs> who are industrialists in, the, in you know, uh, in our time to go, to go ahead and start innovating, start doing these things. Because if we can't curtail the banking power, that's, you know, the banksters and the financial uh, powers that are behind the scenes, we've lost this. Yep. You know, yep. we've lost. And this is the reason why we can't. Why, why can't we cut these deals? Why can't we build stuff like China? Because when you gut your manufacturing base, okay, you not only cut your ability to produce it, you also lose the knowledge on how to do it. Mm. Not forever, man. Mm, right. It's scary, <clears throat> but it's gone forever. Yep. Yep. And in this current, you know, condition that we're operating in, you know, again, big banks, yep. the government decides, that, you know, they get to pick the, the winners and the losers and who gets funded and who doesn't. 
and who's who moves forward. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's time for a new um, a new model uh, to move forward. And 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 maybe the sooner we do get to that point where it is a, officially a a reset of the currency that we can begin to 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 realize that. Let's just hope that the the con- consolidation of of wealth and 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 powers that have have been being built that COVID helped amplify. Uh, that it's not too late to to change that course and get enough enough people to understand that. Yep, absolutely, very well said. Um, any other thing you want to cover? Steve? Nope, that's it. Um, I I know for our listeners that uh, I think Matthew has a, a busy day, so we're going to push uh, his his show to later on this week at some Thursday. point Thursday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we're, we're back on live tomorrow, so I'm we're back on live tomorrow. All right, yeah. that's right. We'll just- Cuss would yeah. go. Oh, no, what <laughs> cuss? We we gotta rip it off as soon as uh, as soon as we go live. We we'll yeah. rip it off. And we, and we and we put it in. We'll figure something out. Yeah, anyway, sounds good. Thank you all for listening in. With that being said, we are over and out.